Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Twenties podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Well, Friday, because yesterday was Thanksgiving. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, but I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. We were recording truly. this beforehand, so we're a little behind the times. Ahead of the times? We're ahead of the times. Uh, we're ahead of the times, but by the time you hear this, we'll be... We're behind the times. We're behind. <laughs> Get with trippy. the times, people. Trippy, trippy. Get with the times. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about some holiday stuff today, though. It's still the Thanksgiving feeling. Yes, for Thanksgiving. sure. Thanksgiving. Thanks. 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 I'd say my T-H is as F's all the time. Do you? I see that for you. Because I, I call Nathan Nathan. Oh. And it just translates to everything else. To everything. Your whole vocabulary. Yeah. Shifted. Shifting. I, it's because I watch too much Love Island UK. Oh, and they do that? Mm-hmm. Some parts of like the UK say THs as Fs. Oh, interesting. Words. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Not that. everywhere. That's not a blanket statement. Don't come for me. <laughs> Imagine. So Julia reasons. starts getting canceled for a generalization like that. That's rude to their culture. <laughs> so sorry. I love the British culture. I promise. You I really do. do. I do. I want to go of there for people, Christmas. She's on your side. And I really want to go for Christmas, and no one will take me to London. Yeah, they have. It's beautiful there for Christmas time. I have no idea. What do they have? You you don't see you're not on London TikTok or London Instagram. I guess not. No, you are missing out. No, it's just gorgeous. It's snowy. They put up so many lights. Lots of trees. The whole the whole city's decked out. Wow. Okay. It's beautiful. It's so festive. Maybe next year you'll go. Like Harry Potter. The special, special times. Special, special times. I had a phase. I had I did have a phase where I really wanted to like like get all Harry Potter things besides like just an initial like knowledge. Right. I right. bought every single one on. I forgot on what. I see they're expensive when you don't have uh, the free versions. <laughs> The movie? Are you talking about purchasing the movies? Yeah, I purchased the movie. Every single movie. Yeah, duh. Everybody owns the movies. Yeah, I purchased them. On Amazon? I think it I must think have been Amazon, yeah. Right now, but you gotta own them. You gotta own yeah. them because you gotta watch them 17 times a year. Anyway, let's get into Pride and Pickle and then we'll talk about all things Thanksgiving. It Perfect. is time for... Pride and Pickle! Woo! My pride. My pride this week is that... Maybe I'll start with my pickle. Um, My pickle this week is that I feel like there are so many things that, like, as you get older, I think you just start to process so much differently. Like, I think... Mm. And I'm currently speaking in terms of like grief or people passing Mm -hmm. or 
this stuff like that it's just i think it's really interesting to see how you navigate stuff like that from like being a kid to being an adult Mm. things that you know conversations that happen family like all this stuff and i feel like i've just been noticing in our later half of our 20s i've been doing this comparison mentally between all different topics not just this of like wow i deal with that differently and it's just interesting to recognize like the things that you question the things that you rethink the things that you doubt um and yeah I feel like I've just been feeling that way for a bunch of different things even like how you navigate the holidays um yeah which I definitely want to talk about yeah which I'm sure we're gonna dive into so I'll leave that at that um and then my pickle is that I really feel as though I know this and I just feel it that we are you said it last week about just feeling so lucky about the people that you have in your life and I feel like when like challenges happen or when things that are unexpected happen and you really I don't know. You really just feel people that are in your corner no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really beautiful feeling. So I think I'm trying to like reflect on that, especially in like the spirit of Thanksgiving and, and gratitude and all of that, of really trying to not only reflect on, but also tell the people in my life that I appreciate that I do. So I feel like coming up on this holiday, um, I really, really am making a goal to be intentional about sharing that with people because although my pride now is reflecting with you guys that I feel that way, um, I really, really want to express that to people in my life at this time um, mm-hmm. because I think I think it a lot, but I don't always say it. Like even when it comes to like complimenting people and stuff, like you know when you're like, oh, that she looks gorgeous or like mm-hmm. she's feeling it, but you don't always say it. It's not yeah. for any reason besides um, – I don't know, you forget or you think yeah. it and it's translated to them, but it's not. Yeah, right. So like expressing yeah. what you're feeling more. Yeah, ex- expressing yeah. it. And I like am such a list person. So I literally have even a list in my phone where I'm like among the chaos people to to keep in mind. And I literally have like a mm-hmm. list of people that I just, even if it's, hi, I love you. Hi, I'm thinking about you. Um, no, and I just nice. act on that more. That's so nice. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, what about you? My, I'll start with my pickle. My pickle is, I hate. I feel like I've talked about this before, but like I hate speaking to people, but not everybody. This is like in a very specific circumstance. Okay, I hate like having to like and like ask questions of people, like like in uh you know, like today I had to go and ask like at the auto shop like on our block like demand a question i hate doing that i hate talking to people in like those kind of circumstances where you have to ask like people for things or like talking to the delivery person on the phone or Mm. like talking to like the insurance person on the phone like i I hate that. I hate talking to people. Like it literally makes me all crunchy inside. But I'm so good at just like talking to people, like regular social interactions. You are. It's a it's a true skill. So it's very funny that I have such an adverse reaction to wanting to talk to like people in this these kind of contexts. No, I relate to you, Jew. I literally I hate that stuff I don't like like I'll call to make I feel like when it comes to making maybe an appointment that feels a little like better because it's not as bad yeah that's not as bad but when you're like getting deep into the Mm nitty-gritty I hate it like when I have to like find the delivery person or like if the uber (laughs) driver calls me to like tell ask me my location I hate it yeah I don't blame you it's terrible did you so you had to do that now and you hated it 
well, I had to go and speak to the person at the auto shop and I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Cringe. My interaction was lovely, but the going there, I really didn't want to go. I had to like hype myself up to go do it. Literally. But like, what's going to happen? I don't know. I guess it's like a fear thing that like something bad's going to happen. But like, what's what's going to happen? It comes back to the authority in trouble. But like, he's not right? in charge of you. No, but for some reason, they think he is. <laughs> Why is something about like getting in trouble because social interactions mm-hmm. like or if I'm interacting with people like on set or at a restaurant like that's all great like no problem there because I feel like there's no no one's gonna get me in trouble right but, like, with people that I like I don't know yeah it's something to do with that but I need it's to get better cool. about it I think exposure therapy is the only thing that's gonna do it but yeah it it has to be I, and I guess that, that that like is true is like after you make the appointments or you have those conversations, it starts to feel easier. But I think it is one of those not as talked about enough, like random shit in your 20s that like your mom used to do for you or that you maybe was not even a, a thought in your mind. And now you have to do it. Yeah. I, I just don't want to have like the feelings beforehand of like, oh, this sucks. I have to go talk to this person. Like, why can't yeah. I just go talk to the person? Yeah. I oh, always have like, a weird fear oh, of. I wonder if you have this too. I always have a weird fear. Like, do you feel like for people like that, because you're scared of authority, uh, or because you're scared of getting in trouble, do you feel like you blindly trust people in positions like that? Or do you feel like you overly like doubt them to an extent? Example, I guess would be like, because they're the professional in that field, do you believe everything they say? Or do you keep wondering like, fuck, like, I don't know enough about this topic. So like, are they scamming me? Or have you never thought about it? no no yeah that's a very interesting point i i think that is part of where the fear comes from because i think i worry about not knowing what's real and not having the answer mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's part of it maybe it's part of it no for sure because i know like there are certain things that i would never claim to know a single freaking thing about so i will totally think like okay, I know I should trust them, but, like, are they trying to scam me? Like, are they trying to upsell me? Like, I'm thinking you said car, and I'm like, okay, they're mentioning this. Like, what if I don't need to buy that? Like, what if it's not a safety thing, you know? Yes, 100%. And also, like, when I'm talking to, like, the insurance person, it's like, I'm afraid that I'm going to say something wrong, and, like, for some reason, they'll make me go to jail. Yes. Like, (laughs) or something that's incriminating or you had no idea. Like, maybe you – even when I'm filling it out, like even my app for insurance, like I cracked my windshield. It was I didn't go take a hammer and crack it. It cracked like on the street. Right. And I'm like, fuck, if I hit the wrong button, like maybe they'll think that I did it. Like, yes, yes, like they're go- I always think they're going to think that I like I'm doing something illegal. <laughs> and if I like spell my like address wrong that like they're going to put me in jail. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. So it definitely has something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. A combo. Okay. Well, I'm oh. glad to know I'm not alone. You feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's horrid. You just, like, gaslight yourself. I remember Chris told me to mention, like, the, the car people, like, oh, there's, like, a, a knocking on your steering wheel when it turns. And they were like, oh, we didn't hear one. And I was like, oh, okay, it must not be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Be there. It's fine. It's fine. Don't stress. It's fine. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah, the car is perfect. It's yeah. crack. <laughs> oh that's good that's good relatable um so that's my pickle 
working on it um because also it's like it goes back to my thing that i have been talking about i think like the past few months of that like i just want less fear in my life like i just want to be able to like ask for what i need ask for what i want and not have like a million residual feelings about it or like yeah. anxieties beforehand um because i do in a lot of circumstances and it's really something that i like want to improve on move past i don't know yeah it's a hard one she's a hard one um but i do think that will come with age and like the exposure of like doing it over and over she's scary um she's scary i'm very scared Um, that's my pickle and my pride is and this can lead us into our holiday discussion is that we got our christmas tree today it's a little early but we did hey never too early baby wow when do you put up your christmas decorations Mm, depends i think when i still lived at home it like kind of depended with my parents it kind of depended on like all of our schedules but for me and chris i would say this year we'll probably end up putting it up either this week or like december 1st mm. um but yeah i would say since we've moved in together probably like sooner just because i honestly love our space during christmas i feel like it's the best decorations yeah. that we have all year and it just feels very magical well the the instagram told me that the scientists said that putting up your christmas decorations earlier make you happier Okay, we should. I should put it up today. Like, Forget right now. Bring me the joy. <laughs> that that is what Instagram says. The scientists say. Wow. So do you do real or fake tree? Real. I'm a real girly. A real girl. Which not great for the environment. So I have some qualms about that, but great for the smell. Great for the smell for sure. And I uh, like going and picking it out. Yeah. I probably. When we move into, like, a space that we'll be in for, like, a few years, I'll probably get a fake one that will, like, fit in that space. But because I feel like I'm in a new apartment all the time, I don't know what size I'm going to want. For sure. And, like, blah, blah, blah. So I think maybe once we move into our new apartment for, like, next year, we'll get a fake tree that's, like, a bigger one that we'll take with us as we move forward in our Christmas seasons. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because it is not good for the environment. And and I th- I think it's like then you probably like invest more in like I don't know a specific one and like one mm-hmm. that you really love one that will last and all that stuff. Right. I also like I like a natural one, but I feel like I like is ghost like does she like play with your tree at all? Not at all. Wow. She doesn't touch anything that's not hers except for a dirty sock. Wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess like Ellie like goes under and stuff and I like she doesn't bite it, but she goes under and I feel like with the uh, like real trees, this starts to fall and stuff. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, um, but I do like the way I like like the fullness of a. And it just smells so nice and it just feels so happy. And no sensical will ever replicate that smell. No, exactly. You just can't. And I really, I believe the Instagram that told me that the science researchers have said this because I am so happy when Christmas decorations are around. Like we went to our friends over the weekend for a friend's giving. We'll get to that topic next. And they had their Christmas decorations up and immediately walked in and I was like, oh, everything's great. Yeah. 
it really it, it's a happy time so i i love i love their science behind it i believe so it. you should you should put yours up I'm after blue. we get off here <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know about that <laughs> it also like wouldn't I, I would be in the Christmas spirit for Friendsgiving and like I should wait. You really like to keep it fall for the Friendsgiving. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also because I like to have like little events throughout each season and I work hard on my like silly decorations. So I feel like I like want people to see a different. No, too. you're like, right. You're right. You do. Because like-, uh, like I love fall decorations too. But then at, like once it gets to this time, I get too excited because then other people yeah. start doing it. And then I'm like, well, I want to do it. Wait for me. Yeah. Wait no, I get for it. me. Um, but so what's the Friendsgiving plan for this year? Um, Definitely different. I feel like in previous previous two years, I've been like, overprepared I've bought everything in the store I've like been too extra and I think my friends every year and this isn't just for Friendsgiving just for every like holiday that we end up being together every moment they're like we don't need so much so I'm like okay okay but also because so, Brenda buys things that nobody in the house will eat. myself included like I truly like have a problem we have like, picky oh. picky friends and Brenda buys things that no one's gonna and eat friends with like dietary restrictions which I am totally a pride I'm very very sensitive you are you're very aware restrictions um but but then she'll buy like 77 brownies that no one wants. No, but literally nobody wants. It's and with the also, purest of intentions. It really is. But I'm like, you know what? It's not necessary. Not, not for this. And then also we do Friendsgiving the day before Thanksgiving. So then people have belly aches two days in a row. And it's just rude. Um, <laughs> but so this year we decided that we're going to do like boards of things, especially because it's friends and especially because we That's all love That's so cute. Things. I love that idea. Yeah, so all different themes. Um, so obviously our charcuterie charcuterie board is an obvious one, but we're also gonna do a Mexican board. I'm gonna do a dessert board because that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna do like a breakfast board, and then I don't know what the last board is, but just like wait, that's board. so cute. I love that. Yeah, because and it makes so much sense because we all are like pickers. We all don't eat big meals. We eat little bites. Um, and it's all like a little flair from everyone. So I love that. Yeah, like the the chicken and the the sides are all great, but like you're gonna have that on Thursday. So it's fun to have something different on Wednesday. Yes, exactly. And and none of us really, I don't know. We don't even like. Like I personally, I'm not like a huge Thanksgiving food person. I do like Thanksgiving food one time. Yeah. You know, I want it like or like twice. Like I had it at Friendsgiving and I'll have it on Thanksgiving. And like that's I like it. I enjoy it. I don't need it otherwise. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I get that. Um except I, I do you like like a like a Thanksgiving leftover quote unquote sandwich. You know, they have those some places where it's like turkey, cranberry stuffing. That shit mm-hmm. slaps does it see i don't know i mean i like turkey sometimes i feel like it's it's a testy a testy well, it has protein. to be good it's usually so dry but if it's if yeah. it's juicy then it's she's, then it's she's good it. but i do love a, pota- a mashed potato Ooh, oh any i potato. love, potato. I love any potato any form so i could definitely do mashed potatoes year round oh for sure yeah and i do yeah yeah I guess I don't really have them year-round for no particular reason. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> just forget about them that is true um okay so that's the friendsgiving vibe and then what is the thanksgiving vibe um i think that honestly plans are kind of up in the air right now um normally for like we've done a lot of holidays where chris and my fam chris's family and my family join together and then there are certain holidays where we kind of just do like half with his family and half with mine that just is the other hard thing about like adulting of like yeah. when you have a partner of like who gets what holiday, how you do each holiday, do you do? And I want to talk about like traditions in a little bit, yeah. but like, do you do the same thing every year or do you change it up every year of like who you go to? It, that, it's like a hard thing that people don't really like prepare you for. A hundred percent. Cause there's so much that goes along with it. Like we've had like practice I guess in that we've like had practice in in our routine and our family has gotten closer over the years but it is hard because obviously you don't want to offend any side everybody Mm -hmm. does have their traditions or maybe they don't and then you don't want to make it seem like someone values the other more uh some families don't get along or some families as they get bigger like I think now for example like um like Chris's brother's girlfriend like has a very big family and then they have their own tradition so I think like as you start merging even more families it's like oh like how do we kind of yeah all this stuff so this year um I think we're just we're gonna split between Chris's family during the day which works out really well for us because his family eats pretty early and then my parents eat really late so then we just kind of work out after yeah cute so that's it for this year what about you um well this is the first year that I'm not seeing my family for Thanksgiving. I feel fine. Very fine about it, actually. I think I think it's also something interesting that happens, like, as you're an adult and maybe you live in a different place than, like, your family or your partner's family of making the choice to, like, go home or not go home. This year just made more sense for me not to for multiple reasons. Also, I am – I'm a little, like, totally not – not seeing my family because i am going to see them like a week after right so but i won't be there for the actual holiday and like do the thing that we have done every single other year like this is the first year ever that i won't be in new york for it yeah um because i've always i've always done thanksgiving with my side of the family um so yeah i at first i felt and so for anyone else that's, like, not spending it with their family this year, um, I at first felt very guilty 
Yeah. I think that was like the hardest part of like, I didn't necessarily feel like super sad about not being there for that day. I felt sad about not seeing my family because I missed them. Uh, but then it turns out that I was able to go like a week after. So that like kind of solved that problem. Um, but I, I didn't feel sad about not being there for like that actual day right. because and I think we'll get into this in a little bit like I very much feel like I can make my own things special and my own traditions and that that's something that I'm like enjoying doing in adulthood um but I did feel very very guilty for mm-hmm. making that choice um which I think I'm sure a lot of other people can relate to just because like it's expensive. It's difficult. It's busy. Like it's hard to travel if you are someone who has to travel to see your family. Um, And I'm, I think a lot of guilt comes with that. Luckily my family, like they're amazing. No one made me feel guilty. Like no one made me feel that way, but I felt that way. And I know I'm lucky because there are probably a lot of families who make their people feel guilty um i have good intentions of like wanting to spend time with them and see them but it's a really hard thing to deal with um so i did feel that way at first i'm over that now again i think going to see them like the week after really does help um but for the actual like day itself like yes there are certain things that like i'm i'll be like oh that sucks like i missed that and like having all my cousins in one place is like really special that only really happens that time of year so that's like oh bummer like i won't be there for that um but i i feel very connected to it we're very lucky to live in the age of social media media in which i feel very connected to everybody and also like i very much feel like in adulthood that i am excited to make possibly new traditions for myself Mm. and also that I have full confidence that I can make anything special for myself like I am gonna go spend it with friends but part of me was like I would kind of be happy to like do it on my own like Nathan's going to his family so I'm kind of alone um but part of me and I'm like very grateful that have friends that are like doing things and invited me and I have I have incredible chosen family here in Los Angeles. Like, and I'm excited to spend holidays with my chosen family. Um, but also I was like, I don't know. Like I can make my own little fun. Yeah. Thing. I think that that's something that's really cool about like growing up. And it's funny that you mention it in that way. Cause I feel like, I guess it, it can be different in the sense of like for you, it's in a different place and it's kind of, not without your family because you want it to be that way, but because it just is what it is. Whereas I feel like for me right now, at least, and it could change in the future is I've, I've had so much fun, especially since we moved here of like, how can we make, I don't know, certain traditions better or how can we yeah. create kind of new memories? Cause I feel yeah. like we do have like, and we can't host every single holiday cause that would be crazy. Even though I want to say when we first moved in, I like kind of wanted to, cause it was exciting, but now I'm like, okay, how can we make like these things different? How can we make them special? How can we make them? I don't know. I think everybody needs like a switch up every now and then. And I love certain traditions, I think, or I I love certain things that we all, I guess, do all the time. But um, I think there's something really special about creating new things. And I do think not to be like on the sad side of it all, but I think a very, um, I don't know, a a very, like, a thing that stands out to me as we get older and as, unfortunately, like, people do pass away or people do move away or people do, like, just your circle kind of changes, whether family, friends, whatever. 
I think that it's like important to refresh things because mm-hmm. I think there's like a weird thing sometimes when you feel like things are missing to an extent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a really big like driver behind for me, like new traditions is like not, not, not remembering people or not like making space for even with Julia, like not being at Friendsgiving this year, like obviously, um, we're going to think about her and we're going to talk about things with her and memories with her. So it's not like in a negative way, but it's more so like making space for new things to also bring you joy instead of just focusing on like the Mm -hmm. hard stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really important point to mention um, because it is something that I think a lot of people struggle with around the holiday season when there is loss or people who can't come or who are away. It is hard because it's so rooted in tradition. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you that I think that there's something like really fun and exciting and beautiful about like making new traditions as you grow up and as you start to have your own families. Um, And I think it's going to be a really interesting thing that for the first time I'm starting to see of like, okay, how do we make new traditions while still honoring some old traditions? Mm -hmm. And like, which do we keep and which do we leave and which do we want to reinvent? And it's like an interesting process to have to go through as you get older like just like a stupid example is like for me one of my favorite things about thanksgiving is that me and my mom and my sister we wake up and my mom makes cinnamon buns and we watch the thanksgiving day parade together we just have done that every single year always 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 like we don't even really like the parade that much we just like doing that the three of us um and so that was like the thing that i was like the saddest about having to miss this year yes. so I decided, okay, I'll go. I'll get cinnamon rolls to make my own cinnamon rolls in the morning. And like, I'll FaceTime with my mom and my sister and we'll watch the parade together. And like, will that be a tradition I do forever? I don't know. But like, right, if I don't go home, like in the future, but like right now, it's like, okay, that's the element I miss. How can I create that for myself, you know, in a way that still feels um, festive and fun and like fulfilling? And I think it's easy, too, to sometimes be like, if you can't go home and do the tradition like the way you've always done it, to just like throw throw it all away and be like, well, I'm just not going to do anything. And I think there is really something so important. um, And I struggle with this sometimes of like, I very much sometimes can be like, fuck it, like I can't do it the way I always do it. So I'm just not going to do anything at all. But I think that there is something really, really important and special in like making things special. Even if it's brief, even if it's different, um, we can always find ways to make things special for ourselves. Agreed. You know? No, I do. And I I think that it's also – what's interesting about these years for us, and this is for listeners, we know that this is not, like, applied to everyone. Some of you do have kids. But I think that for those of us that don't have kids, um, right now is a really interesting time in terms of the holiday season because I think – and anyone could correct me if I'm wrong but like I think that there's a different approach to holidays in a super exciting way when like you have kids and you're thinking about Santa or you're thinking about like Christmas Hanukkah like I don't know I I think there's very different traditions or even Thanksgiving I don't know there's a lot of different like little extra magical Mm -hmm. things so I think there's almost something like very special and unique about the timing where you're like an adult and you're still trying to make things magical but you're not doing it for like a little guy or a little girl yeah Um, I don't know. So I think that that's something too that's like really cool about where we're at is like how we can make it magical for ourselves and our families as they kind of are now and not, I don't know. I think you go like above and beyond, I imagine, right? You probably like, I'm thinking right now in my head about when I was 
younger and probably way too old to still believe in Santa. But like my parents would have would like pretend Santa like ate my gingerbread house and like leave me a note. <laughs> and like I'm not doing that for like my 20 year old brother. But it, I don't know. It's just different. So I think it's cool to find these magic moments here. Yes, I completely, completely agree. Like we would do so much for children if we had them and our parents did so much for child versions of us like we deserve to still do that specialness for us at this age and create that magic for ourselves I think it's so easy as we get older to like not honor that and not do that for ourselves and not make things special for ourselves not just on the holidays across the board of like well I'm not deserving of this or that takes energy or like blah blah I think we I think as we get older, it's so easy to dismiss that for ourselves. But yeah. I really do think it's so important to make things special for ourselves at every age and make things magical for ourselves, yeah. even, you know, if we're in our later 20s. Like, like even with the Christmas tree thing, like, I was thinking, oh, maybe we should just shouldn't get one this year. Like, yeah. we live in different places. I Nathan's away this week I'm away next week and then it's like two weeks and then we leave for Christmas in Boston and so a big part of me was like let's just like not do it this year it just feels silly but then I was like but no like that makes us so happy it makes us so happy to like put on the Christmas lights and like watch a movie at night like that may or even just when we're home having dinner or like even if it's for an hour before we go to bed one night like that makes us so happy and we deserve that and like why shouldn't we do that for ourselves but it's I think as adults we can tend to do the former more of like just being like "Eh, it's just like not worth it um and I think I need to remind myself that like it really is worth it and it makes you happy and if it brings you that little joy like that's great because that energy trickles forward yeah um and yeah i just i just think it's important are there like any specific traditions that you are starting to create for like yourself or yourself and chris like in adulthood that are like new that you're excited about yeah um, well, I think decorating in general, like we make the process of decorating like special to us, even when it used to be like just our rooms at home, especially his room. Um, before we moved in, like we would always like play the Josh Groban album and like decorate during that time, even if it was like literally just his room. We've kept a lot of like our ornaments from like every year that we've been dating that I feel like putting up on the tree, like even though we literally know what the ornaments look like every time we're like, oh my gosh, like, like, I don't know. We just have like a memory from each year that we've been together. And I think just the process of decorating in general, like getting things out that we've been storing and like remembering like, holy shit, (laughs) we own this. Um, And yeah, now like with Ellie too, like we'll always get her like a little now, um, like a little like toy or something. And it's just so cute. Like she's always so grateful for like anything that we give her. It's it's just so cute. And then in terms of- I think it goes to give this year. I like, I like neglect that on- Christmas and that's not nice I'm gonna get her one tough. and it's so funny to like watch them like try to like do do the wrapping paper I don't know so yeah uh, we have to find like good things because for this year I'm like I don't really know what we're gonna get her but it's fun um and then in terms of other things for like something that we do for ourselves is I definitely think that with holidays sometimes like they're super special and at the same time I think it is sometimes like chaotic at the same time like it's seeing a lot of family it's a lot of social energy and it's all good energy but at the same time like there's a lot to do so 
depending on which holiday, specifically for Thanksgiving, we definitely have a good amount of time like in the morning. But for any holiday, we like take time for just us two. Um, and even in like the coldest of fucking days, we <laughs> go for a walk together with Ellie. And it seems so silly. But for us, it's just so grounding before like we, I don't know, socialize with anyone else, even though we love them and look forward to it. Um, and then for Christmas, my family has always done this. And it's cool that Chris has been a part of it for as many years as his like jobs have allowed him to come. Um, that we always open gifts at midnight on Christmas Eve. So that's like always been really special. And last year, my parents like brought food over. Um, my dad actually had COVID two years in a row. So that's like not ideal. But <laughs> I not think ideal. I just try to find little moments between like ourselves among all of the chaos. And then I think also, honestly, also in like the season of just Christmas in general, I feel like we always end the night with like some sort of like hot chocolate type of situation. But otherwise, I feel like we're still like learning and building a lot of mm -hmm. other traditions. But and that's the I nice part is that you'll get to continue to do that and figure that out and that it's just the beginning of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's cool because every time that we like think of another little thing, I always keep like a list, like even for we obviously have had many anniversaries, but even for like our future wedding anniversaries, like I'm such a list person, which some people might listen to and be like, oh, that's a little dweeby. But for me, I'm like, oh, future anniversaries. Like I want to use like the cake cutter we had. I want to like rewatch our wedding video. I want to like toast in the same champagne glasses, like little things like that. So I feel like we're still like developing ones for holidays, but I definitely mm. have others in mind for other little traditions too. Cute. Well, I hope that everybody has a very happy Thanksgiving, whether you are alone or with family or whatever it is that you're doing. Like, remember to make things special for yourself and that you are deserving of making things special for yourself wherever you are. And um, we all deserve that magic that we felt as kids around the holiday and if you didn't feel it as a kid like it's never too late to start feeling it now so I never hope that everybody knows they are deserving of that and does something small to make that um the case this year yes 100% we love you guys so much we hope you get to feel the magic of the season in some way whether it's other people creating it for you whether it's you creating it However it may be. Um, and also, if you don't feel that way, that you are not alone. So we'll definitely do more episodes on shedding a little bit more light on that. But yeah. we love you. And we'll catch you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, everybody. Thanksgiving. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With, with love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.